So I'm going to talk to you about submitting your work. Um, now, I'm using, I'm using the term agent, but I actually, when I say agent, I mean agent or publisher, because for some of you, poets, short story writers, or uh, non-fiction writers particularly, it, it might be more relevant to be sending something direct to a specific publisher. This is a bit of a preamble for the next session, um, which is going to be Jenny Brown from Jenny Brown Associates, who's going to be talking about agenting specifically. But before we um, speak to her, I want to talk to you about submitting your work for really anything. And this actually goes for the Northern Writers Awards as well, which, as it happens, I'm the one who unpacks your submissions. Um, so I see quite a lot of submissions. And if I have time, usually I'll get back to you and say, actually, you've submitted this wrong, or you've forgotten a piece of information, or whatever it may be. And Laura, who's in the red dress, who received you at the start, um, unpacks all of the submissions for the Mislexia competitions. So if any of you have submitted to the novel competition, or the short story, or the poetry competition at Mislexia, Laura receives them. And we had a bit of a chat yesterday and realized we actually end up with the same thing. So. Although it might seem like a complete faff and it's time-consuming, and I know most of you aren't full-time writers, so you have jobs and you have families and all the rest of it, when you are submitting to either an agent or for a competition or to a publisher, it is worth taking your time and doing each one individually rather than just doing one generic letter which you just change the name, or worse, put Sir Madam. Um, the reason for that is that, although it may not seem like it, each agency is different and each publisher is different. And this is something that you'll learn more about as the day goes on. But um, it is worth going on their website, getting hold of a copy of this, which is my little Bible. Um, every library has one. So even the little libraries will have a copy of this book. This is the most recent one, the 2012 one, which has just come out. But even if you go back to 2009 or older copies, the, the information is still relevant. What this has, and the agency websites will have it in more detail, is information about every single agency and publisher in the UK and their submission guidelines, as well as the authors that they currently represent. Um, and that's quite an interesting thing, because authors that they currently represent will give you an indication of what they're potentially going to take on in the future. It's not a hard and fast rule. Sometimes they do take things on that are maybe a bit different for them. But by and large, if they do a lot of historical fiction and romantic fiction and chiclet, then chances are they're not interested in a sci-fi novel, for instance. So worth spending time with this. Another little tip for you, the agent section, as well as all of the others, are organized alphabetically. If you start at Z, they get fewer submissions. <laughs> so work your way backwards. I used to work for Blake Friedman Agency, and we used to get a truckload every single week just because it was like entry number four. So that's a good tip for you. Yeah, but I don't say that to many writers, and you're my writers, so you're allowed to. It's fine. Um, so yeah, that's just a little tip for you. So um, one on there that is absolutely valid for competitions and for submissions to agents and publishers, get someone else to read and proofread your work. They may be two different people. Proofreading is a particular skill. Um, but someone who reads not your novel, but the actual submission, because for the most part, you're going to be sending a covering letter, a synopsis, and usually the first three chapters or a set number of words, whichever one they specify. But get someone to read that, because it may be that the first three chapters that you've submitted don't actually give a very good ind indication of the rest of the book. And if that's the case, then maybe you're not submitting the right chapters, or maybe you need to rework those chapters, you know. So get someone who you trust, a friend, a, a teacher, or whoever it may be, to read your submission as 
I would be receiving it or an agent would be receiving it. And get someone who you know can do it properly to proofread it as well, because for someone who works in the industry, if you want to be really, really ruthless, the first thing to go is if someone's made a glaring typo and it's annoying. I know we shouldn't make judgments like that, but unfortunately, when you've got a pile of submissions this high, and that's not an exaggeration, you are seeking to weed things out. So just that's worth doing. Um, yes, as I said, do your homework about each agent, etc. Lily, can you go on to the next one? This is where the literary consultancy comes in. Um, you may not have heard of the literary consultancy. Um, they are national and they're based in London and they were the first consultancy of their kind to be set up. There are a few others that I know and trust that have been set up since then, but the literary consultancy is the one that we recommend um, because we've got a good relationship with them and because they've got very good links with the industry, which um, means that they have other published writers and uh, editors and agents who do some of their reading and who do look at... Um, submissions that they think are promising. Um, obviously, Rebecca Swift was going to be here, but as I say, she's not, she's not well. A um, couple of things. It's well worth going on their website. The, there's a useful link slide in a couple of minutes, which I'll show you, but it's worth going on their website because there's a whole host of information about how to submit generally, how to submit to, to agents, etc., but how to submit specifically to them because they do need it to be laid out in a particular way, etc., etc., one of you, in one of your packs, will have a piece of yellow paper saying that you have won, an A4 piece of yellow paper, which I folded in half, saying that you've won a free read with the literary consultancy. And if one, whoever it is can find it, I'll explain what that means for the rest of you as well. Excellent. Right. So you specifically, come talk to me afterwards. But what that means, the literary consultancy, because it's Arts Council funded, is um, obliged every year to give agencies like ours a budget to spend on uh, writers' manuscript appraisals. Um, generally speaking, New Writing North does it through the Northern Writers' Awards. So if we um, have writers coming through the Northern Writers' Awards who've made a submission, and usually it's writers who haven't won an award but we think are promising, they're just on the cusp of something, what we'll say to them, we'll meet them independently after the Northern Writers' Awards, will say to them, you know, we can potentially get you this, this manuscript appraisal. You know, each, each manuscript appraisal is worth about £250 or so, um, and we will organise that for them. And what you'll get, you tend to... If you can submit the whole manuscript, that's the best thing to do. But if it's less than that, it doesn't matter. Um, what they will do is they'll read it in massive, massive depth. The, the, the critique that they give you is fantastic, and you'll get, like, eight pages of notes, um, which will give you details about the characterization, about the plot line, about certain, even certain sentences that you've written that they think don't quite make sense. They'll highlight those for you. Um, and all the writers, all of the writers that I've set this up with in the last four or five years have found it to be massively beneficial. So if you submit to the Northern Writers Awards and get to that stage, then we'll, we'll organise that for you. If you want to cut us out completely and go straight to the um, TLC you can do that. For the poets who are here, they do offer a poetry um, service, and it's much, much cheaper because obviously it's, it, the pages are less, etc. So um, for the poets, it's well worth having a look at them too. We can also offer free reads to poetry submissions. I'm suddenly getting baked because I'm in the sunshine, so I'm going to take this off. <laughs> yeah. There we go. Is that all right? Everyone all right? Um, yeah, we can also offer um, 
free reads for, for, for poets as well. Again, it's usually through the Northern Writers Awards. Um, Yes, so Rebecca Swift is, uh, like my director, the founder director of the organisation. She set it up with Hannah Griffiths, who then went on to be, pretty soon actually, she was poached by Faber and Faber to be their editorial director. So that shows the calibre of the people who are working for them and the, and the contacts that they have. Um, they work in a really lovely way. I like working with them a lot. They are very honest. They don't, they're not nasty in the slightest, but they don't ever try to kind of big you up just because they want to get money out of you for the, for the consultancy. What they try and do as much as possible is to actually work with you to develop your work so that when it's submitted, it really is the best it can possibly be. So I can't, I can't recommend them highly enough. Um, on their website, although there isn't much information at the moment, there is information about a conference that they are planning in June. I think at the moment it's just in planning stages, um, but it's a conference which they're planning, which apparently will probably be in London, but they might do one in Edinburgh as well, um, which is going to look at publishing and how publishing is changing and what this means for writers. I think they're specifically going to be looking at digital publishing and e-books. Um, as I say, there's not a huge amount of information yet because they are still planning it, but it's, have a look on that. And it's worth signing up to their newsletter as well because sometimes they'll have, um, if they come under budget, they can sometimes auction off their... Um, free budget and, and offer some free reads as well. Um, their newsletter also contains information about competitions that might be of interest, which I'm sure you're all signed up to the New Writing North newsletter, but if you don't already receive it, we do that too, so you can do that on our website. Lily? Um, I think I've done this. Yeah. Yeah. These are just, these, this is wholesale, the notes that Rebecca sent me. So I'm just going to leave them up there for a couple of minutes. Um, this is what Rebecca sent me yesterday when she said she couldn't come and said she would have been talking about. Um, the main thing that comes across in everything that Rebecca has spoken to me about and, and that New Writing North has experienced with writers is that getting feedback and other people's opinion on your work, whilst frightening, I understand it's completely frightening, is actually really helpful. Um, so if you're not a member of a writing group already, you might want to consider joining one. There's usually one in the main library in your area. So I know Newcastle City Library and um, the main library in Sunderland and Durham, etc. They all have writing groups. Um, part of the reason for today was to get you all meeting each other. So it may be that if you're all in the same area or you're doing the same kind of writing, you may want to actually have an informal writing group. You know, meet every couple of months, talk to each other about how it's going. It's a bit of a support network, and you can also swap your manuscripts between you or chapters between you and get some honest feedback from people you trust. Friends and family are great, family in particular, great, fantastic, supportive. But if they're anything like my family or my parents, they'll just tell you it's great, which you don't always need to hear. Sometimes you need to have someone saying, Do you know what, I didn't understand that, or this isn't working, or I don't like this character, or whatever. So someone who's a bit more objective is quite handy. Uh, what else? Competitions. Rebecca made a point of saying that competitions are quite a good way to hone your skill. Um, I, there are a few names that I recognised on the list, and there are a few faces that I recognise of people who've submitted to the Northern Writers Awards before. We try as much as possible to offer some form of feedback to everyone who enters for the Northern Writers Awards. Sometimes that's just a couple of sentences. Um, sometimes we're able to offer a bit more in-depth critique um, if the judges have given us notes. Um, but, you know, hopefully it's helpful. And I know that even just 
Sometimes even just working towards a deadline of a competition entry can be quite handy as well. If you know you have to have something ready you know, in two months' time, etc., that gives you something to actually focus the mind on. And you know, as I say, you're all busy, but that can, that can be quite useful. Um, can you, is it the websites that's next? Can you skip onto that? Okay. These are some interesting links. I will say these slides are going to be up on our website on Monday, so you can download them from there if you need to. These are some interesting links that I wanted you to see, and I'm going to give you a few others in a second, but let me just explain who they are. So obviously, TLC, I've already talked about them. The next two are blogs, which I use an awful lot. And if you go onto the writer section of the New Writing North website, you'll find that I've quoted quite a lot of their material. Um, Nicola Morgan, in particular, who wrote this book, which has just been out since August, Right to be published by Nicola Morgan. This is, without a doubt, the best book around getting published that I have ever written, uh, written, read. I wish I'd written it. Um, she's brilliant. She's very honest. She's very practical. She's a novelist. She used to work as an editor. Her blog has got all of the resources you could possibly want. Um, and I would really recommend getting hold of this book. All of these books and magazines and stuff that I'm holding up, I'm going to leave on this table um, throughout the... Actually, I'm going to leave it over there throughout the day, so you're welcome to have a rifle through. I do need them back, but you can rifle through and, and just to let you know. So Nicola Morgan, both the blog and the book, really, really useful. How Publishing Really Works um, by Jane Smith, the, the blog, it's a bit different to Nicola's in that it is more industry-focused, but I find it quite interesting just because it explains in quite a lot of practical detail what, what, you know, what an agent is doing when they're reading all the submissions, what, um, what an auction is, for instance, once you've submitted your work and an agent sent it out to editors, if there's two or three editors who are bidding for it, that's called an auction, and she explains in all kinds of detail what that means. As a writer, I think it's a really useful blog because it does um, explain the, the business side of publishing in a, in a really pithy way. So that's, that's a good website. As I say, these are all linked um, from our website in the writers section, and I've pulled out specific things which I've printed out and put in your packs, um, which are about writing a good synopsis, which is a difficult, difficult skill, and it's different to writing a good novel. So that's one thing. Um, and I also, I think I printed out the one which was to do with covering letters. I seem to remember, I think I put in an example of a good covering letter which Nicola Morgan wrote. Um, there are more resources on our website, but obviously your packs are yours, so take those back with you. The synopsis is an interesting skill because people read things, people read submissions differently. I don't read the synopsis first. I go straight, I read the covering letter, and then I go straight to the first few chapters, and then I come back to the synopsis. Because I find that if I read the synopsis first, then I get too much information. But I know that there's an awful lot of people who do it the other way around and who read your synopsis first. So if your synopsis isn't very good in that it doesn't give a true representation of what your book is, then unfortunately you're not going to give a very good first impression, which is a real shame. And as I say, it is a different skill. Um, there isn't really time to go into it today, but it's something that I would really urge you to look at before you're making submissions. Look at these blogs, look on our website, have a look at these books or whatever, um, and you can actually get some information on how to write a good synopsis, which should stand you in good stead. Um, on that topic... I noticed that a lot of you are women writers today. Um, if you don't know about Miss Lexia magazine, there's a few copies which I'll again put over there. Miss Lexia, as it happens, is based in the same building as us, so we know them pretty well, but this has been going for 20-odd years. Um, 
It's the magazine for women who write. Now, before the boys start telling me that's horribly sexist, you're probably right. There is a mass of information which is actually relevant to all writers, but um, they market it towards women. Um, this is a brilliant, brilliant publication. It comes out quarterly, um, and it has got fantastic in-depth reports. It's got workshops. It's got opportunities to send in your work for feedback. Brilliant competitions with big money prizes and big names judging them. Um, so I would really urge you to have a look at that. If you don't want to sign up for a subscription, like most libraries will have one in, or you can ask them to get one in. So have a look at that before the end of the day. Um, a couple of other books that I wanted to just show you. Um, New Writing North, about five or six years ago, published a book on mentoring. Now, New Writing North used to be funded to run mentoring schemes within the region, and unfortunately that was cut before I started working there, actually. Um, but we can still sometimes set them up on an informal basis, so it's worth having a look through this book, having a look at the mentoring section on our website and seeing if that might be something for you. Mentoring is quite useful if you're at quite a kind of distant phase of, of your work. If you've got a manuscript which is nearly ready, um, which you're maybe struggling to sort of finish or finesse, whatever, what we'll do, or try and do, is set you up with a published author who's in the region and who has some link to what you're doing. Um, now, we've done this for poetry, we've done it for non-fiction, we've done it for fiction. It actually, as it happens, works best for poetry most of the time, so poets in particular, if that's of interest. Um, but what it can mean is that you've got someone who is giving you one-to-one -one feedback and support and can share their experiences and more often than not can also introduce you to their agent or publisher. So that's quite handy. Um, so have a rifle through that. It's, if you want to buy the book, it's available through our website in the shop of our website. The last one is my Bible. I consult this all the time. It's partly because I used to work for her, <laughs> so it was drummed into us. Um, but it's a really good resource. It's now, unfortunately, quite old. I think this was published in 1999, but there's a new edition coming out next year. Um, obviously, because it was published in 1999, some of it isn't so relevant anymore. But the basics are there. Um, this is a brilliant little book, both for people who are starting to work in publishing and writers who are trying to understand the industry. Because what Carol does in her unparalleled Carol style of being slightly derogatory. Um, she will explain everything from contracts through to what foreign rights are, what the best way to submit to her specifically and other agents are. She uses examples and actually names other agents, so that can be quite handy. Um, but she also, I mean, there's a whole section on um, the author agency agreement that um, Jenny Brown very kindly gave us a, a copy of hers, which is in your packs. When you're signed on by an agent, you have to sign an agreement with them, and Carol takes it apart and explains what every single term means. Um, from pitch to publication. Lily, if you can... Thank you. From pitch to publication. Again, pretty much every library, as well as the Writers and Artists Yearbook, pretty much every library has a copy of this, so that's well worth it. The Blake Friedman, she works... She's a founder of Blake Friedman Literary Agency, so it's blakefriedman.co.uk, which is B-L-A-K-E-F-R-I-E-D-M-A-N-N.co.uk. And there's a load of information on there. I am biased, I used to work there, but there are lots of other agencies' websites that actually have a lot of information which will, which will be really useful to you. Um, I, yesterday, when I was preparing this, because I obviously wasn't meant to be talking to you for an hour, um, I put a note on Twitter and just said, 
I'm preparing this. Are there any good recommendations for writers, uh, books that writers should read before they submit their work? And my lovely Twitter friends gave me these, the final four. Um, they all got lots of really good um, responses. The Stephen King book in particular, every, every writer who has read it has raved about that book. Um, it was published 10 years ago, and it really is inspirational and very honest, and because obviously it's Stephen King, and you know what kind of publishing he manages to get now, but it's actually quite reassuring that someone like Stephen King went through really bad times and had writer's block and failed to get published and you know had difficulties as well, so that's a really good one. Poetry um, book that should be quite handy if you don't already have it. Um, there's one which is aimed at memoir writers, which I've been told, I haven't actually read it, but I've been told it's, it's very helpful and it also kind of keeps you going when you're wondering whether you should keep going or not. And the last one is aimed towards um, short story writers. And I think that's pretty much all I had to say. I'm just going to check my notes. <laughs> yes, it is. The final thing that I'm going to leave on the desk is a copy of the bookseller. Um, it may be a bit too kind of industry-focused. It is aimed at publishers and booksellers. Um, but it's sometimes useful to just be aware that these industry magazines do exist, um, that they are sometimes worth having a look at the library. Or I think, you can, I think they stock them in certainly the WH Smith in Newcastle. I would imagine the WH Smith here too. Um, comes out weekly. gives you a sense of what's being published now, what people are paying for debut writers or you know, new novels, etc., quite an interesting thing to have a look at. So as I say, I'll leave these documents over on the table by Lily, um, and we're going to give you a 10-minute break or so, and then I'll come back with Jenny Brown, and we'll talk about agents specifically. <laughs>